welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey, welcome. It is your favorite movie podcast. It's our Christmas edition. We take a movie all about Christmas and look at it from the uh, lens of a horror lover and a horror okay okayer. <laughs> yeah, we're basically we do uh, one off for Christmas because in December is Cindy's birthday. Yep. And I was gonna pick a crazy theme for my birthday. And Cindy's birthday, she just like, can we just not do episodes? Yay! Um, so I don't have to watch scary movies in yay, December. But we always just do a Christmas episode mm-hmm. for y'all. We already did Black Christmas. It's our third annual. Because we had to swap Black Christmas yes. with this film. Because I wanted to wait for the special edition Blu-ray from <laughs> Screen Factory that's got the director's cut. And I'm really excited for it. So without further ado, ladies right. and gentlemen. What are we watching? Welcome to Krampus. <laughs> Mike, I can't believe this is a movie. Mike Doherty's Krampus. I don't think Krampus is half as scary as the Welsh, the Celtic. The, the horse. horse. Yeah, the horse skull. Yeah, that thing is fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, this movie is creepy and fun. This movie's really fun. Like, okay. Fun. So same director. I'm getting a lot of myself, but same director as um, Trick or Treat. <clears throat> All right. And we do love Trick or Treat and little pumpkin guy, Jack. <laughs> Sam, that's it, Sam. <laughs> I, couldn't, I knew he had a name. But you knew I wouldn't remember this it, This movie was released 2000, or I'm sorry, December 4th, 2015. Oh, okay. Um, they did that because it was originally supposed to come out on the 25th of that year, but December 4th coincided with Krampusnacht, which <laughs> is the Austrian festival held on December 5th that celebrates Krampus coming to punish naughty children. Yay. If you can okay. kind of guess what this film is now going to be about. <laughs> yes. So 2015 has not been super long ago. Nope. Um, it feels like a lifetime ago. Thank you, COVID. I'm, I feel also, just sidebar, I'm in a really good mood. I feel like I'm on cocaine right now. Uh-oh. I like, I feel like I'm more upbeat than I normally am. I'm glad, though. I'm high on that you're Christmas at, vibe. I was going to say, that means you're in the Christmas spirit. We mm-hmm. spent all day rapping. Uh, I don't enjoy that. Yeah, but we did it. We got it done. <laughs> I like the giving. I don't necessarily like the, the in-between legwork stage. Of like, <laughs> take it out of this box and put it in that, that box and wrap it. Well, but 2015. It 2015. What was happening in your world? Um, Let's see. Uh, I would have been 35. So, oh, I'm about to have a wild fling and do the most impulsive random ass thing and run away and get married to somebody who ends up being a psychopath. Right? You too? Yeah. I did the same thing. I know. That's see? crazy. That's why we get along so well now. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not. Um, for, anyone who, <coughs> for anyone who doesn't know me, uh, I've always likened myself to people are like amusement park rides. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know, some people, and I guarantee when I say some people are roller coasters, you, you're you thinking of someone in your personal life. You're like, they're up, they're down, they're up, right? they're down, they're all over the place. Okay. Um, you know, some people are just that steady, the thing that takes you up and then just drops you. Mm-hmm. Those, those people suck. They're the worst. But I'm like the tram that moves at the same speed that doesn't go up or down. That just takes you into the park. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm not really, I'm never up, I'm never down. I'm just steady. <laughs> <laughs> it balances out my well, uh, well, more mercurial habits for sure. Welcome, welcome to uh, me as an amusement park ride. But 
2015 is a weird year because I feel like looking at it, it's the last year before everything goes squiffy. Yeah. yeah like 100%. after this, it's like, oh, it's Obama's final term. And oh, it's, was it Obama's final term? I think so. We're starting to get into like crazy Trump territory yep. where he's like flirting with running and then everything goes fucking bananas. Yeah, like, no, he would never do that. Um, yeah. Surprise, he did. So this was like the last year I've done where I, ha- I went to collect what happened that year and it wasn't crazy. Okay. I mean, there were bad things, <laughs> but it was like one or two bad things. It wasn't like, Everything. then this happened, then that happened, then that happened. And then, then this happened. person died, then this yeah. person was killed, and then this person died, and then this so, person was killed. Um, 2015. 2015. 2015. Of the Charlie Hebdo parachuting. Remember oh, the, gosh, yeah. yeah. They drew the, the cartoon and then yeah. those. You're not allowed to draw uh, Muhammad. Uh, yeah. And they did. And they, they, they yeah. There was a shooting. It was not great. No. Um, Same-sex no. marriage was legalized in Ireland. Yay. And they found liquid water on Mars. And that was, the rest of it was just kind of more boring than those things. No offense to <laughs> well, the, the shooting because it's yeah. terrible. But yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like if you look at 2016, it's like fucking common almost hits Earth. Like yep. it rains fire. Like murder hornets. Yeah. It's insane. So yeah. I didn't, okay. I couldn't find anyone that was born in 2015. Thank Not God. yet. Um, but people that died that year. Who we got? We lost Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Um, Terry Pratchett. Yeah. I knew that one. B.B. King. I discovered him too late. Not B.B. King, Terry Pratchett. B.B. King, yes. Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, that was hard too. One of, not only the great acting talents, but one of the great voices that's ever spoken in recorded history. Uh, Omar Sharif. Oh, oh that's interesting. His voice is yeah. used that often. Omar Sharif's yeah. voice is like, what if heaven were real or is real? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> when the gates open, it's Omar Sharif's voice that's like, welcome. Like, it's it's the best. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we lost um, them. And the new words of that year. Uh, okay. What do you got? There were a bunch of dumb ones, but I picked one out because I think it's interesting. Like Obamacare or Obama? No. Obama. <laughs> uh, ghost Kitchen. Ghost Kitchen. What is that? So Ghost Kitchens became a thing where large chain restaurants started renting or leasing out like okay, kitchen I, space. Or That's from 2015. I just learned days, about that yeah. like a month ago. Well, we live in West Virginia. Fair. Okay. So Fair. If, if you don't know what this is, it's like a chain restaurant say they're closed on Monday and Tuesday, right? Or Sunday, Monday. Or like they're they're only at lunch, dinner. They yeah. don't have a breakfast. They will rent out their space to a, another restaurant who does predominantly like delivery or pickup. Because that That's other crazy. restaurant is like a startup usually. Yeah. And they can't afford all the overhead involved when starting your own kitchen. Right. And so they just kind of rent it out from TGI Fridays, and you can get some yeah, cool stuff from there. That's exactly because there's the um, that's what we the have. Chicken around place here. as they they are ghost kitchen within TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me about this movie. All right, Krampus. I kind I mean Krampus is a very loose. I'm gonna give you the stats that I pulled okay. from IMDb. I don't know if these are exactly true for the director's cut, but. The traditional cut of Krampus is one hour and 38 minutes, and it's PG-13. <laughs> Fun. I feel like the director's cut may stray more towards R. Okay. But I don't see it being a lot longer. 
All right. Um, this movie knows what it is, and what it is is fucking awesomely fun. Okay. Uh, like I said, it was uh, co-written and directed by Michael Darity, who did Trick or Treat, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the second okay. Godzilla film in the new American wave of Godzilla films, okay. one with King Ghidorah, where it's just like a full monster fight the entire time. I'm sorry, I don't know, but okay. Those are fun. Um, God damn it, I love Godzilla. Uh, and it was also co-written by Zach Shields, who went on to co-write Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay, that one came out just a few years ago. As well as Todd Casey, who wrote a shitload of superhero cartoons. All right. Like, he just a ton of, like, if you could think of a superhero cartoon, he probably wrote on it. Okay. Like That's Batman, kind of, and, and they, and they came together They to all came together this. to make this, like, fun horror comedy insanity. All righty. Instead of Christmas. Uh, let's get to the cast, because here's where it's gonna fucking shine. Well, I know. Okay, go ahead. I, so, the end of our last episode, you told me yeah, Adam Scott uh, was in it, so I Adam would Scott have something to be has top to look forward to. Um, he's not my favorite actor in this movie, but okay. he has top billing. Top billing. Uh, he plays Tom. You know him, of course, from Parks and Rec and Step Brothers, yep. where he took those awesome singing lessons <laughs> for his whole family. Yep. <laughs> now, who is... I won't necessarily say the best person in this movie, but the best actor in this movie. Who? Fucking Tony Collette. Is okay. there ever a time where Tony Collette? I love Tony Collette. She's wonderful. Just deliver. Yeah. yeah she's, she's really fun. She's Sarah. She's in The Sixth Sense. She's in Hereditary. She's in Knives Out. She's in Muriel's Wedding. Tons of shit. Like, Tony yeah. Collette, if you ever hear this, know that we love you. You are loved. You're so good at your job. But we are in West Virginia, so it doesn't mean much. Yeah. Um, how about David Keckner? Okay. As Howard. <laughs> Love David Keckner. He's in Anchorman. Yeah. He's in season three of Twin Peaks. He's oh, a, yeah. Yeah, he's one of the the three Fusco brother detectives. Yep. Yeah, that David that story about David Lynch telling him just switch ties. <laughs> Fusco's. Yeah. Um, and then Cheap Thrills. I threw Cheap Thrills in because he's kind of one of the three leads of Cheap Thrills, and that movie is fucking Never all the seen fun. It? People, if you want a good horror movie to watch with a group of people watch cheap during thrills. a pandemic, watch Cheap Thrills. <laughs> okay. You won't be disappointed. Please um, wear a mask, though. Yeah. And then I'm just going to run through a couple of people real fast. All right. So MJ Anthony plays Max. He was in Chef, The Jungle Book, and Bad Moms. Okay. My mom enjoys the Bad Moms films. There's two, I believe. Yeah. There's Bad Moms and Bad Moms Christmas. All right. She likes them. Uh, Allison Tolman it plays like a good Linda. Mom movie. Yeah, she's in The Gift. We've got Stephanie Levy Owen. She is Beth. She was in The Lovely Bones. That okay. depressing ass That's movie. A very. I read the book. Yeah. 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 Um, Krista Stadler plays Omi. She's German and a grandmother. I think Omi is grandmother. I no, Oma is. Whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll speak German. Um, Fun fact. That guy that I'm going to meet in 2015 and run away and elope with was. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Germany. Germany. Um, and then I'm going to give you a West Virginia connection. Oh, I love those. Okay. With. So Conchata Farrell plays Aunt Dorothy. She was the housekeeping lady on Two and a Half Men. Yes. And she is from West Virginia. She's from here. She's, yeah. Yes, um, she is. She was. was she passed away. Hands. And Mystic Pizza. Yes. Hello, Mystic Pizza. I love Mystic Pizza. And I, uh, yeah, she's a good, she was, she, like I said, she passed away, I think in 2019, but I don't know if it was Corvid related or not. So I'm just going to give everyone this little piece of trivia. Okay. 
before we move on. In case you didn't know, and it's hard not to, because it's hard he's not such to know. a huge piece of pop culture now. Right. Um, but Krampus is a is a huge part of Austrian and German folklore. Uh, in Austria and southern Germany, they have Krampus runs, where grown-up men dress up as Krampuses and parade to the streets and scare children into behaving for the holiday. And if you ever see it, there's like fire, and they look goddamn terrifying. <laughs> and if there's any way we can make Christmas scary... I'm all about it. I think a lot of people would be. Yeah. As a teacher, if there's a way that we can make Christmas actually make kids behave like for the rest of the year, I'm all about that. I mean, there's a lot of cultures. I was reading the other day where it's somewhere in like Norway or Denmark. Mm -hmm. They've got a witch that comes down out of a mountain. And if kids aren't wearing their clothes they got for Christmas, like the days after Christmas, she eats them. (laughs) Like, that's a thing. Nice. Meanwhile, in America, we're like... Guns. Hey, y'all, like, Merry Christmas. Oh, here's, here's an AK-47. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So I know that this movie is about that legend. Um, so let me show you a poster. Okay. So this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me a poster, and I try to tell you what it's going to be about. Hello. Yeah, it's like a Christmas house, and Krampus is on the roof. Better You better watch out. It's going to be about that. It's going to be about Krampus coming to America, and... Shit gets real. Or it's going to be about an American family in Germany, Austria. Okay. Who aren't prepared. What if, what if Krampus what if? is a African prince and he comes to Queens to find his queen. Oh. And then hangs out in I like Queens this movie even and better. befriends everyone and works at McDowell's <laughs> and stops a, a, a robbery there by Samuel L. Jackson. Well, and before okay. Before finding true love. Are we watching that movie as well? <laughs> because I love coming to America. <laughs> Thank Eat you for name dropping it. Because I feel like someone somewhere will listen to that and be like, "God, what's the name of that movie?" Yeah, what's the name of that movie? Coming to so, America. I'm excited. I enjoy Krampus. I feel like this movie could be watched by everyone. Okay. However, I know that if there's anything scarier than paint drying, that your youngest is not, well, a, not a fan. All right. So, all right. So where can we watch this? Obviously, you know. Is it easily accessible on oh, Amazon yeah. no, and things like that? And I want to point out to people, like, if it's on FX now. Okay. Like, if you've got that, that like, streaming Package. service or whatever. You can also run it on Prime. Um, Screen Factory did just release the director's cut mm-hmm. on, like, a 4K Blu-ray combo. Oh, fancy. So I have that, and I would highly recommend just do. reaching out and seeing if you could snag that. Because that's going to be what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Okay. That version on the back half, but either way, this movie's fun. You should watch it if you've never watched it. It's crazy. All right. Well, join us, won't you? Mind the doors. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle bells. Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's the It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. With those holiday greetings and We were going to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity. Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. 
Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Everybody, hold on to each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas. We watched Krampus. What did everybody think? This movie was funny and terrifying and rather lighthearted for what it was, if that makes any sense. Does it make sense? I don't know. If you've not seen it before we recount it, I just want to point out that... Spoiler alert. Um, everything you need to know about the tone of this movie is uh, demonic elves <laughs> attach chains to Conchata Farrell, who's in a chair, like a mm-hmm. recliner. And then it rips her violently backwards out of the house mm-hmm. to literally a Looney Tunes noise. Mm-hmm. It's like, wee! wee! It just pulls her out. And she's like, Wah! like she does the Wilhelm scream. Yes. So that's Is that what that's called. Yeah, yeah. That one scream you hear in like every fucking movie. It's like, Wah! yes. Um, I should know so name. yeah, <laughs> um, that's the tone and tenor of this movie. I thought it was very fun. It was the right amount of creepy, like the, I, I'm always creeped out by a good mask. So, uh, the Jack in the Box thing kind of got everyone, I, I think. <laughs> I've never liked a Jack in the Box. I'm on record as saying that since I probably birth, I do not like a Jack in the Box. No, thank you. I bet there's like a name for that fear. Maybe. I think it's just, there's a name for um, like every fear. Anxiety. <laughs> It was my childhood anxiety. You have jackophobia. Ooh, that sounds creepy. Cindy suffers from a deep case of jackophobia. I don't like Jack Nicholson, and I don't like. Uh, but you're not Jack Palance. You're not I actively don't... afraid of Jack Nicholson. I would understand being actively afraid of Jack Palance, even to death. Um, I feel like he's, <laughs> he's still coming for man. you. He's a. He looks like a voice. He looked like a goddamn walking skeleton, yeah. like an angry walking skeleton. Throughout, like, most of his life. Yeah. So, like, from Batman in 89 on, he's like a walking, terrifying <laughs> skeleton man. Um, Jack Palance, if you're in the ether, please don't come and get me in my sleep. I, you're a scary man. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so we watched Krampus. Now that we've covered Jack Palance's fear. We have. <laughs> will you walk us through the plot of this movie? Uh, a family 
<clears throat> made up of we have a Ger- German speaking very white family. A German speaking grandmother, her son, his wife, their two children, his sister in law, her husband, and their four children. Uh the four children we've got like two normal children as the protagonist kids, I guess. Is that's what we're supposed to say? Well, Adam Scott and Tony Collette have like two like traditional American, like a right. boy and a girl, and, and the then, girl's really girly, and the boy's like that kid that still believes in Santa Claus, but he's a little too old to believe in Santa right. Claus. And <clears throat> the cousins are two girls who are very butch and um, a very, I guess, I think it's meant, I think he's meant to be a little slow, uh, like a <laughs> 10 year old, I guess. Like. The layout of Keckner's side of the family. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's Keckner. Kind of have to say Keckner. Yeah, that's what you have to say. Yep. He has two daughters that he clearly raised as boys because he wanted boys. Right. And then he got a boy, and that boy was. He's a little special. Needs. Not what you would want uh, if you were really wanting like an athletic boy. Yep. Um, and then they got a baby. So there's four. <laughs> yes. And the the German speaking grandmother who can't. She understands English, but she doesn't speak English, so that adds an element to it. And it's about how you know Krampus comes and whisks them all off. You know, she was originally written to be deaf. Okay, and that's why she. And then spoke. they were like, "We'll make it." Do you want to hear something very sad? And let me tell you the number of my students who thought that Helen Keller and Anne Frank were the same person. And they wanted to know how, how how Anne Frank could have written that diary if she was deaf and blind. Word. <laughs> That's depressing. I, I will say, I think it's yes. it's really interesting that, like, they really put forth the thing of, like, hey, guys, Helen Keller, she's such an inspiration. She, like, that water got on her hands and she learned to communicate. And that's the end of the story. They don't go into the thing where it's like, oh, she was like a communist. Yeah. Like, and uh, like a super lefty. Yep. Um, that's a thing. Complete socialist. Go Helen Keller. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, IMDb has the synopsis as a boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. Accidentally. Um, yes. So he has a letter to Santa Claus and it. It's kind of adorably heartfelt. Like, you know, it's just, I want you to help my dad and mom come back together because they're fighting a lot. And I want you to help my aunt and uncle because... They're poor white trash. They're ki- No, they're not poor. <laughs> he has a giant fucking oh, RV right, tank yeah. thing. Well, it's a Hummer, but yeah. Um, Lucinda. He, they have money. They're just idiots. Right. And Mike Doherty, quick aside, is from Ohio. Okay. Outside of Columbus. Did you notice... That he made the shitty redneck side of the family from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> yeah, he's just mad. The penguin lost. Yeah, like, like he's what? just like oh, it wasn't even. It was just Pittsburgh lost. Yeah, um, no, uh, <laughs> no game. Mentioned. I love the thing where it's like, well, if we we have to have shitty rednecks come in, they, they, we should They're probably be from Pittsburgh. We'll make it from Pittsburgh because angry about racks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stereotypes are true um, for a reason. This movie is. A lot of fun. And I think it's very interesting that... It does a good job combining horror and Christmas. You have Keckner mm-hmm. and Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. And they're both two sides of a... Like a capable coin. Of a coin. sister coin. <laughs> like, 
David Koechner's this guy who's like, I hunt. I shoot things. Right. I'm a man. And Adam Scott's like, hey. Um, I'm a businessman. I was man. an Eagle Scout. And so an like, Eagle Scout. I'm prepared. Right. But yet only they, the women do anything to like proactively stop any of the monsters in this movie. Did you notice that? I did not. Like Tony Collette fucks the one up in the attic. His sister like super <laughs> yes. fucks the ones up in the attic. Yeah. Like they sacrifice themselves at one point. Uh Conchata Farrell shoots a shitload of them in the living room. Like Yeah. Adam Scott and um David Keckner. David Keckner don't really do a whole Keckner kills like two gingerbread men. That's yeah. all he manages to do. <laughs> yeah. And he can't even kill the third one. Like the dog eats it. Well I so the actual Krampus looking thing you don't really see until maybe the last 20 minutes. But man, it is, it's some scary shit. Do you have any trivia about that and how that was created or what the idea behind that was? Was there a terrifying German book that they saw a picture of and they were like, shit, Actually, this is a movie? He kind of based the look of Krampus off of like all the postcards and drawings and paintings that, <laughs> from like the thirties. Yeah. Like that look of like, it's this weird, like inverse Santa Claus. I have this picture of my grandmother as a little girl and my great grandfather <laughs> had dressed up as Santa Claus and he like has one of those masks. <laughs> like it is. It's one of those that were kind of worn in this movie, like the plastic mask with like the eyes and Yay. it's terrifying. Uh, well, I've got a little piece. I've got a couple little pieces of trivia here for you. Uh, and I'll go ahead and because we're kind of dancing around the subject. Okay. So Doherty described Krampus in the film as Santa Claus's shadow. He said he's not the unstoppable monster that kicks down your door and rampages and grabs you. There's something darkly he playful plays, about yes. him. He's having a good time doing what he's doing and he enjoys the cat and mouse aspect of it. Like, well, who doesn't? The psychosexual play. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. He's there to kill you. He didn't give a shit. Uh, Krampus's final design was distilled from various postcards and illustrations of the creature over the years. And he described this movie as a darker version of a traditional family Christmas movie. He said that Christmas yeah. movies exist in their own little snow globe where a clashing family, no matter how sick of each other, always manages to overcome their differences and live happily ever after. But what if the family issues escalated and then they sort of allow Krampus to seep into their reality and then all hell breaks loose? What if? That's a question. I mean, the, right there. Question and, of the ages. And that even seeped into like the, the music for the film because the composer, who ha even his name is note. Douglas Pipes. Oh, but um bump Is that not like a composer you gotta be, name? You've got to be a composer with a name like Pipes. Uh, he called the music for this film a collection of twisted Christmas carols with Pagan thrown in. Yeah. Uh, he incorporated the sounds of chains, bells, bones, and animal skin drums into the score. Oh, I did notice And that. had choirs chant and whisper in different tongues. Yes. Yes, I did notice yeah. that. And uh, Krampus himself, his face, we never actually see nope, it. It's hidden behind, underneath a Santa Claus-like mask. He's behind a mask that I have a picture of my great-grandfather joyfully wearing. Yeah, his eyes and mouth are the only visible traces that could be seen through the parts <sighs> of the mask. He is reptilian, it looks like. Yes. Um, goddamn like, terrifying. It honestly kind of looks like what the old sketches of the Jersey Devil look like. That hunched figure with the... All right, I might yeah. be talking to myself here. No, I, I think every everyone's got their... They always have the 
the back, the, like, the clothing hood. Like Germany's feet. like, we as a nation have Krampus. And then in America, we're like, every state has one to two of their own <laughs> That's true. things. We have their, our own terrifying things that keep people up and uh, up at night and off the streets. They might get Mothman. Jersey Devil. Yeah, every state's got one. That's why you always wanted um, to be home from the beach before dark, so you didn't have to go through the Pine Barrens at dark because there's no stop, there's no rest stop gas station. For, I mean, it's just a few miles, but it's it's scary stuff. Definitely not the uh, rednecks. <laughs> no. That you need to fear it's uh, the Jersey Devil. Yes. <laughs> it's always, that's always interesting, too, right? It's always like an area that's kind of rural where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, those crazy country folk over there summoned a demon (laughs) (laughs) it'll get you on your way to your beach city folk this movie says the city folk are the ones who accidentally summoned the demon so true prove that wrong right there um and i do think you know that it was an interesting i definitely noticed like i said only the women seem to be like proactive yeah and do things where you're like that was smart (laughs) the guys are just like i'm going out there i'm going out there to get the we're going and then it's like well there's crazy creepy snowmen and monsters so maybe 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 hold off on that maybe chill um and then the ending because this movie's interesting because it does do the thing of like picking people off one at a time Mm -hmm. but they don't die no they're just kind of they're kidnapped and turned into snowmen type things. And then the ending is the boy who summoned Krampus. Sorry, dude. Uh, gets dude, dropped into hell, basically. And then he wakes up. It's Christmas morning. Everything's great. And then they're in, they all realize that they're, it all happened. And they're inside a snow globe. Right. Inside Krampus's little cottage. Merry yeah. Christmas, everyone. So the movie actually has two fan theories for how it ended and okay. mike doherty has gone on record saying one of them is pretty all much right correct. so what are they one is the ingles very like, german name yeah uh and their family are trapped in the snow globe condemned to repeat christmas morning for eternity in a twisted version of hell okay that's one two they were given a second chance in the snow globe as krampus's means of watching over them so Michael Doherty has refused to confirm which one is exactly true, but the tie-in comic book that he wrote, Shadow, Shadow of St. Nicholas, okay. confirms that the happier of the two is the truer of the two. Oh. So it's a thing where by giving up... Control? I won't say control. No. So you remember like the grandmother did the thing where she listened to her family get torn apart and hid right. and didn't do anything. The this boy the, in the this confronts time. Krampus right. and is like, hey, give me my family back. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. And then that's what earns them their second chance, I believe. Maybe. So they have to just get along as a family. And if they can manage that bullshit, <laughs> they can manage then they bullshit. get okay. to, you know. All right. Anything else? So, n- no, no. I mean, this movie is just fun. I, we wanted to do something fun for Christmas. I think this definitely hits the fun criteria I, I agree it's a little scary it's a little fun um i'll say it's a lot of fun yes it like, was very fun like i said conchata feral getting <laughs> backwards violently out of a house to a looney tune sound that's this movie god yep. bless it thank <laughs> you right. my dirty well have a merry christmas happy holidays joyous kwanzaa and happy hanukkah everybody We'll be back in January. With a whole new season of your favorite uh, podcast couple that watch movies. And 80s ghost movies in January. So 
1980s ghost movie. Here we go. I'm excited. <laughs> Happy holidays. Until next time. I'm Josh. And I'm Cindy. And I'm still his girlfriend. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>